I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. Shortly before the death of Jesus, he was asked by his followers to tell them what would be the signs of the destruction of Jerusalem. Uh, that happened in 70 AD. And they also asked him for a sign of his second coming. Uh, you can read about the conversation in the Bible. In fact, the Bible doesn't just give one sign, but there are hundreds of signs that point to the return of the Messiah. One of those signs is the destruction of Damascus. Damascus is the current capital of Syria. Now think on this. As the Hebrew prophet Isaiah wrote over 700 years before Jesus was born, that the word of the Lord had come to him regarding what would happen in the last days to Damascus. And there the Bible says, New King James Version, the burden against Damascus. Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city, and it will be a ruinous heap. Then behold, at eventide trouble, and before the morning, he is no more. This is how another Bible translation expresses what is coming to that city. Uh, listen to this. Uh, the message came to me concerning Damascus. Look, the city of Damascus will disappear. It will become a heap of ruins. In the evening, Israel waits in terror, but by dawn, its enemies are dead. Uh, think of this. Here's this article coming out of Israel. Israel may need to take out Iranian bases in Syria. Where's Damascus? It's in Syria. This article goes on and says, former NSC head says Iranian nuke deal is source of problems that Iran is causing in region and the deal is worse than we imagined. Imagine that. Amador's comments come a day after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told journalists in Paris that Israel was opposed to the Syrian ceasefire brokered recently by the U.S. and Syria because it perpetuates Iran's military presence in the country. Will this be one of the things that leads up to Damascus being taken out, quite possibly, by Israel? Here's another sign, the second sign of the last days and the coming of the Lord. It's the Jews returning to the land of Israel to worship the Lord. God said in the book of Deuteronomy that he would scatter the Jews if they were disobedient to the law. And he did exactly that. He scattered them at the hands of the Assyrians and the Babylonians. But the great diaspora, the great dispersion of the Jews, came at the hands of the Roman Empire. However, the ancient prophet Ezekiel specifically stated that in the latter days, that'd be the last days, God would draw the Jews back to the land because he had made a covenant with them. And God said that he would honor his covenant with them. In fact, even in the New Testament, God spoke of the last days when the time of the Gentiles would be full and he would turn his attention to his people, the Jews. Uh, listen to this. Not only are Jews returning to Israel incredible numbers, but check this out. This is fascinating. There is a train that is being built right now to take Jews to worship in Jerusalem. Think of this. Damon Duck observes. In the Old Testament, God told the Jews that they were physically able, if they were physically able to do so, they were to take a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and the temple three times a year. 
He writes, on June 27, 2017, it was reported that Israel has decided to modernize Jerusalem and accommodate millions of visitors excuse me, that will be visiting on a pilgrimage in the future. More hotels, better roads and rail systems, buses and more are needed. According to the report, a fast train system is already under construction from the airport to Jerusalem and the decision has been made to extend it to the Temple Mount to accommodate visitors. He writes, this is amazing. During the millennium, millions of people will visit Jerusalem and the Temple Mount to spend time with Jesus. Apparently, God has started preparing the way. That's fascinating to me. Could it be a train that is being built right now to lead people to worship the Lord when he returns during the millennial kingdom? Fascinating. A third sign that points to the soon coming of the Messiah is a cashless society. The book of Revelation tells us that nobody will be able to buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast. That technology is already here, but it is about to be forced upon us. Here's this article. I'll just read the title of it. War on Cash. Desperate Visa begs merchants with $10,000 bribe to go cashless. I find that fascinating. The Bible tells us we're going to be cashless and the world is pressing hard toward that direction because of credit card companies and banks. But going beyond that, an incredible advancement in technology is predicted. Uh, think of this. Herein is a fourth sign. The prophet Daniel was told specifically that in the last days, people would travel to and fro and knowledge would increase. It would abound. In fact, it would increase exponentially. Think of this. Elon Musk, the inventor of Tesla, uh, is, is written about in this article. This article says Elon Musk unveils apocalyptic vision for the world. He goes on in this article to talk about AI, that'd be artificial intelligence and, and artificial intelligence being implanted with human beings and what that's going to look like and the direction that everything is going and that there must be restrictions upon them. Perhaps you saw the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Terminator. It's a world like that that is being projected for the future if this whole thing isn't controlled. And I know it's not going to end that way because I know what the Bible tells us. So listen, this is another sign to me that lets me know that Jesus must be coming soon. But thinking of technology, you got to hear this. China unveils gene technology to create superhumans with, with hypermuscular test tube dogs. Listen to this. The dogs, which are test tube bred in the lab, have twice the muscle mass of their natural counterparts and are considerably, considerably stronger and faster. The canine genome has been especially difficult to engineer and replicate, but its close similarity to the human genome means it has long been the prize of geneticists. Now, the Chinese success has led to fears the same technology could be used to create weaponized superhumans. Uh, then it says, typified in Marvel Comics by Captain America and his foes. I read that and I think, man, listen, listen this is the technology that is already here. It used to be sci-fi. Just recently it was sci-fi. This technology is here, folks. Number five in these signs is that the Jews would worship in a rebuilt temple on the current Temple Mount in Jerusalem. This has been such a, a point of contention for the world and especially the UN, but this is incredible. Think of this. Uh, just this past week, there were two police officers that were murdered in a terror attack on the Temple Mount. 
And, and because of that, the, the status quo has changed. In fact, this article even says Jews return to Temple Mount status quo no more. Here's the scoop. Well, if you're in Jerusalem and you're a Jew and you want to go pray on the Temple Mount, it ain't going to happen. At least it wasn't going to happen a week ago. But as that article says, the status quo has changed. Listen to this. Here's an article coming out of Israel. Jews pray on Temple Mount for slaying policemen, Muslims protest security. Let me read a little bit of this. This is fascinating. Jewish visitors were granted permission to ascend the Temple Mount on Monday, three days after a deadly terror attack near the Flashpoint Holy Site. Amid bolstered security at the Temple Mount, a small group of Jewish visitors recited the Kaddish mourner's prayer for the two Israeli Druze police officers killed by Arab terrorists in last Friday's terror attack. I, I look at that and I think, wow, this is absolutely fascinating to me. I know that there's a temple that's going to be built in Jerusalem. And I know that the Jews are eventually going to be able to pray in that temple because I know what the Bible says. And it seems that we are inching closer. And who would have known that two police officers being killed there would open up the door for Jews being able to pray on the Temple Mount? You want to know what? I saw a picture of them praying on the Temple Mount. You want to know where they were praying? Right below the steps that look up to the gold dome, the dome of the rock. That is incredible. I never would have thought I would have seen that. And I'm looking at that today in the news and thinking that is absolutely amazing. And then I want to move on from there. I want you to think of this. The sixth and final sign for this episode of Today in Prophecy is a soon coming global government. This article by Britt Gillette states, Glo global government is closer than you think. He states, over the past several decades, the world has moved closer and closer to a global government. But in recent years, we've seen a worldwide pushback against this trend. Brexit, the election of Donald Trump, and the rise of nationalism have led many to think free trade and globalization are on the way out. Does this signal the end for a future global government, he asks? No. Despite the recent events, there's no stopping the march toward global government. How can I be so sure? He writes, because the Bible says it's coming and the Bible has a perfect track record when it comes to foretelling the future. In this article, he goes on to talk about the problem with wars and nuclear wars and where war technology is going and where it is advancing. And we are going to a place where nations would be eliminated. And with that, he proposes we are in a place where there's only two options that are coming our way. It is this. Here's the first option. An unstable arms race that will likely lead to the end in global annihilation. That's an option if we continue this way. Or here's the other option, a global government. And then he writes this, most will choose a global government. You want to know something? I know he's right because I know exactly what the Bible tells us and everything is going that way. People are going to submit and they're going to surrender to the global government that's coming for a number of various reasons. We'll get into that in the next episode. But listen, folks, the disciples asked Jesus for a sign of his return and Jesus then foretold of many, uh, many signs. But in the rest of the Bible, you find even hundreds more. And we live in a day that it appears they are about to be fulfilled. The Lord wants us to know that he is coming so that we will be ready. I've got to ask you, are, are you ready? 
I especially mean, are you ready for that day when you will die and you will go into eternity? Because the Bible's very clear that when you die, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have not asked Christ to forgive you of your sins, if you haven't surrendered to him as Lord, then when you die, you will go into eternity, not forgiven, but you'll go into eternity. You will stand before the Lord and you will be judged for your sins. And when you are judged for your sin, guess what? You're not going to be in heaven. You're going to go to the place of judgment, the place that the Bible calls hell. I know that's a hard thing to swallow, but that is exactly what the Bible says. So let me ask you, do you know that? that when you die, you're going to heaven. Are you forgiven of your sin? If you haven't asked Christ to forgive you, you're not. But how can you be forgiven? It's simple. Ask Christ to forgive you and surrender your life to him and repent of your sin. What does it mean to repent? To repent means to make a U-turn, to turn from your sin and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, if you want to do that, you want to know that when you die, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Uh, Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief, and I surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Listen, if you prayed that and you meant it, then you can know that you are forgiven. And this is what I want to encourage you to do. Go to our website, endtimestv.org. Click on the Know Jesus section, and there you can find out what it means to know Christ, what it means to repent of your sin. And also, while you're there, you can go to our St. Paul School and check out the many Bible studies we have there, plus the articles and, and videos that you can watch and so many other helps that we have for you. Until next time, God bless.